This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Saving Lives Podcast. I'm Eddie Joe. Today is the 1st of January of 2023, and I'm doing my first recording video recording slash audio recording podcast and let's just see how this goes because maybe i could do video podcast for spotify and apple podcast i guess what it's called let's just see how this goes let's try something new and if anything is some content for my youtube channel but i really want to start off this podcast slash video or whatever saying that 2022 in my opinion was a great year at least it was a great year for me no not everything was sunshine and roses but As many of you know from following me for multiple years now, I'm an optimistic dude and tend to have a positive outlook on things. I have personally found that having a positive outlook has been helpful for me, really got me through some hard times, and I just have to say that 2022 was a year that opened up a lot of doors for me that were previously closed. I completed my fifth year now of being at a fellowship in private practice, and in these five years of practice, I have to say I have zero burnout. I know there have been a couple rough years that we all have undergone, but I really have to say for those people who are considering critical care medicine that the seven on seven off schedule is really beneficial if you know how to leverage your time off in a way that you could really recover from those previous seven days. And the reality is also that I love my job as an intensivist. I really love the people who I have the pleasure of working with, the the whole entire team, my my partners, my colleagues. Uh, the nurses, respiratory therapists, environmental service folks like CNAs, everybody who I have the privilege of working with, my NPs, the PAs, everybody who I have the privilege of working with, they're all fantastic. And above all, I still love my patients and I'm, I'm really honored by the fact that they trust me to take the best possible care of them. This year also provided me with a ton of personal growth. The cardiothoracic as well as cardiac ICUs at my hospital are now closed units and I've taken a larger role in the running of these two units, along with my colleagues, of course. And it has been fantastic, at least in my opinion, to work more intimately with the cardiologists, as well as the cardiothoracic surgeons to basically take care of patients, come up with protocols, guidelines, things of that nature, to have the best outcomes for our patients. Needless to say, I have really learned a lot from them and continue to put forth significant energy to increase my skill set, as well as knowledge base, to be able to take care of these patients in the cardiothoracic and cardiac ICU. And along the way, I'm also very proud of the nurse practitioners who I have the pleasure of working alongside as they've also grown their knowledge base as well as their comfort level in taking care of these patients in the cardiac and cardiothoracic ICU. You know, some are getting far more comfortable with an echocardiogram probe and others are floating swans in patients who have cardiogenic shock, et cetera, et cetera. So their skill set is growing as well and that is just fantastic and very motivating to just keep on pushing forward on the educational front uh social media which is where a lot of you have run into my content in some way shape or form and that's why you're listening to me here today you may have noticed that i've slowed down a bit on the content creation front and there honestly is a reality to this first I have a daughter. She's now a year and two months old, 
And like her father, she likes to wake up at exactly 6.30 in the morning every single day, regardless of what time we put her to bed. And before she was born, I would take the hour between 6.30 and 7.30 in the morning to read and create content. And now during that time, I just take care of her. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun to take her out of the crib. I change her diaper. Um, I take her to the kitchen and I feed her, give her milk, bananas, blueberries, uh, you know, anything, anything I could basically shove in her mouth to uh, fill her belly. You know, this is, this is some, a very special time for my daughter and I to bond. And in addition to that, that hour gives my wife an extra hour of sleep for which she's very grateful. You see, the thing is that I've heard from a lot of colleagues over the past year and change, basically since folks have known that my wife was pregnant and then we've had the baby, is that there, there has been a lot of regret in the medical community of the time that they spent working rather than being with their children and seeing their children grow. So I do really do not want to fall into that category. I don't want to have that guilt that I did not spend time with my with my baby and therefore I'm sacrificing that time from 6.30 to 7.30, which I usually spend reading and creating content. I much prefer to spend it with my daughter. However, this has now led me to try to find a place to create content. And as a result, um, I'm going to try to wake up an hour earlier than 6.30 to achieve these goals. So for example, today being the first of January, I actually woke up at 518. This also means that I did not uh, stay up late, late at night waiting for the ball to drop and all that stuff where, you know, it's just another day for me to be honest with you. But it's also a skill of waking up earlier than everybody else that I've learned from some uh, some folks who are hyperproductive that that is the way that they're able to achieve still being with their family as well as completing their professional goals. So, We'll see what it's like to shave off uh, an hour there and, you know, maybe I'll go to bed, sleep a little bit earlier. But either way, I go to sleep around 9.30 or 10, 10 a.m. anyway. And this will hopefully allow me the opportunity to record more Instagram reels, YouTube video, blog posts, and podcasts, and, you know, anything that, that just might come about, whatever is new and, and trendy. Instagram has always been my constant source for getting educational content out. But there you might notice as well that my content creation has slowed down because of the aforementioned reason. Hopefully I'll be able to record a reel taking apart one article per week. I mean, I, it's not a big ask of myself. It should be realistic, but let's just see if I'm able to accomplish that. If you want to keep up with content, though, I'm still reading every day in some way, shape, or form, and I'm sharing some sort of article or link to previous work of mine in the stories. Some people have told me that they've been seeing the same stories over and over again, and to be honest with you, this is because um, there are people who are still clicking on these links, and so if people just keep on seeing my stories for the first time, and they want to read about bicarb, they want to read about this, that, the other, you know, I just want to give them the opportunity to catch up on that data and, and learn uh, from the stuff that I've written in the past, and, and you know, I've gotten good feedback from, from sharing that along the way. Um, it's also... Creating content and also a way that I hope to find myself on the good graces of the Instagram algorithm again. So we'll just see how that works. Um, I think I honestly was placed on the, na the naughty list on Instagram because of all the discussions of you know what, but you know, I'm not going to get into that.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My other source of content is my website, Eddie Joe MD, and I'm actually flattered of how this has actually grown in 2022 because in 2021, the website just had over, uh, so in 2022, excuse me, uh, let me try to reorganize my thoughts because I'm trying to do this on one take. So in 2021, the website had just about 200,000 views in a year. And in 2022, that number jumped up to 240,000 views in one year, almost a quarter million views to my website, which is absolutely bonkers to me. And uh, one of the things I'd like to do, (laughs) it's 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 a big ask of myself, is to go ahead and start finishing some of the pieces of content that I haven't finished yet. But I don't want to ask too much of myself along those lines, simply because it's it's kind of impossible because there's new data coming out on all these things that are my certain niches of sorts that I really get into. And there's on all types of studies and evidence and reviews and things that are, are coming out constantly that, that could help mold how medicine is practiced. And again, that's the whole reason why we just read so much, but it's, it's quite ambitious for me to tackle so many, so many topics in medicine myself, because at the end of the day, there's, there's nobody helping me with these projects and all these, all these reviews. Everything that you see from my website to this video to the podcast, everything I do by myself and I don't have anybody working with me. I don't, I don't have a team. I don't make enough money from this to be able to pay anybody <laughs> to help me out with it. But if you are a person who's interested in publishing some content, you know, reach out to me and you can definitely post it on my website and it will get some eyes. It's, um, you know, it's something you've tried to submit to a medical journal and it's gotten re- like rejected or you just want to write something down, feel free to reach out to me and and I'll post it on my website. And I know, I know the website has a ton of ads, but honestly, it helps pay me for all the costs. It helps pay for all the costs associated with running the website, you know, such as servers, web hosting, things of that nature. And that's just a trend on the internet these days. I'm aware that there's some very, very excellent uh, free, free medical sites that are out there written by some extremely brilliant individuals who do not have ads on their site, but that's something I just can't afford to do. It's also nice to receive a check in the mail. After all, uh, I don't charge any money for the content I do, and I don't have any subscriptions that I ask you guys to pay. So the ads is kind of where, where it's at for me. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention though, is like, you can't even go to like ESPN or weather channel. You have to watch a 15 second ad or 30 second ad before you see absolutely any piece of content, which is kind of ridiculous in my opinion when you're looking at those huge companies. But anyway, I guess that's how they generate revenue. But a curious and upsetting thing took place on my website a a few months ago because I work with a certain company that does my, um, that does all my ads and all that. And they received a message from Google that they did not appreciate my content on, you know what? And they actually asked for, uh, Google asked them to reach out to me to take my content off of the internet because it was, uh, information that was not, you know, the, the, the words that start with uh, miss and this, but I tried to get back to them and say, Hey, by the way, you know, there's citations for all these, 
all these articles I'm writing and all this content and it's just my opinion on a lot of things, but a lot of it is supported by evidence because at the end of the day, I'm an intensivist actually taking care of these patients, but they told me they didn't care. They just wanted it off the internet. So I hopefully got away with just taking it off of the search engines, but we'll, we'll see what happens. If my site disappears one day, you know where it went. But it's quite, it's quite frustrating in my opinion because they're trying to consolidate where one could obtain information and they only want it to be in certain sources. That source is not me in, uh, based on what they're saying here. But anyway, I digress. The Saving Lives podcast continues for yet another year, and I'd, I'd like to create a new season at the beginning of every year, so I guess this would be episode one of season four. And thus far, I've created 111 episodes, so this will be episode 112. If you are a uh, person born in the 80s, you know about uh, hip-hop and R&B, and so you know about 112, the R&B group, but I digress. Uh, let me know your favorite 112 song um, in the comment section. <laughs> But this podcast has been extremely rewarding as I've received some fun commentary about it. You know, an example of this was somebody, I was at a local conference slash get together, meeting of the minds of sorts, and somebody who was in the audience who is probably listening to this podcast today, so shout out to you and your husband, uh, stated that her husband falls asleep listening to my podcast. He's also in healthcare. But this really cracked me up because, you know, it was just, it was just funny to me. At the suggestion of Haney Malmet, uh, Critical Care Now, I have finally upgraded my microphone, which is right here, and hopefully the sound quality is better. And I just hope that, you know, helps you enjoy the content a little bit better. But at the tail end of this year, I got really, really busy. I did, I think, something like 17 lectures over the course of three months or something like that. And it prohibited me from being able to create as many podcast episodes as I would have liked to. See, in 2021, I only created 26 po uh, podcast episodes excuse me, in 2022, I only created uh, 26, I created 34 in 2021, and I created 50 in 2020. So hopefully I could complete at least two a month, that would give me 24 for the year. And um, I guess that would be a good amount. I just want to get my quality up. I also want to thank everybody for listening to the ads and supporting the sponsors of the podcast, because again, that, that's a little bit of a compensation for, for all this work. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Twitter has gotten quite interesting for me. Uh, I tend to post on Twitter on a regular basis. I'm going to do so more now because my, my page has gotten a lot of traction recently. And when I post on Twitter, it's the same stuff I post on Instagram, but via retweets and all that stuff, it has really blown up significantly to where it seems as if I get more reach now on Twitter with a lot of my content compared to what I used to get before. Um, but LinkedIn is some place, a place also where I'm trying to grow and hopefully that will you know, get me a little bit more traction to create more content there. So again, it's just stuff so that people could post, uh, could reply to the articles and post their thoughts on it. It's, let's just see what happens. Now, one of the places where I've struggled a bit is creating content for YouTube. So I'm trying to revive my YouTube channel, which is why I'm doing this podcast slash um, video podcast type thing, because 
I haven't really had time to upload and record much because of time issues. But in addition to that, my wife and I were fortunate enough to purchase a house that needed a significant amount of remodeling. And in that process, the walls and ceilings of this office that I'm sitting in right now had to be torn down and repainted. And, you know, I still have to hang some something behind me uh, to at least give some visual busyness of some sort. I don't know. I, I guess... I don't know what to do with that. I don't know. Some people have some fancy studios. It's probably not going to be that fancy, but I'll try to make it pretty. And last but not least, I've had numerous speaking engagements this year. And I've been fortunate to speak with this company called Northwest Seminars, who put me up earlier this year, well, earlier in 2020 in Hawaii and then in Savannah in, De in December. And I've done numerous lectures for them on cardiogenic shock, including mechanical circulatory support, high flow and non-invasive ventilation, lactate metabolism, met metabolic resuscitation, IV fluids, fluid responsiveness, ICU nutrition, as well as gut health and vasopressors. In 2023, I've already booked two different engagements, one of them being in Key West in March, and then the other one being in Charleston, South Carolina in December. So if you're interested in earning some CME credits and grabbing a beer, swing by to one of these uh, conferences, enroll, and um, you'll get your CME credits and we'll also hang out. Several online conferences have also invited me to run my mouth of sorts. And uh, the, the, the one that was a ton of fun was Recess X. I always love working with Haney and all the brilliant people who he invites to speak at that conference. And this particular year, I spoke about procalcitonin and also debated about IV fluids. But that's a, kind of like a little rundown of the, the talks I have going on. Um, <clears throat> I always have to mention my conflicts of interest because it's always good to disclose these. I do serve as a speaker slash consultant for three different companies. And to be honest with you, I'm very appreciative of my relationship with these companies as to be honest, they create products that I truly believe help my patients and they are also supported by data. And when I, when I get the opportunity to speak for them, I do present data. I don't uh, say, hey, by the way, you, you do this for this. It's like, no, this is what the study suggests and we're using this device because of this reason over this device. And uh, when, I, when I create my talks, in case somebody wants to start working in the industry front, uh, they, I don't have any slides that belong to the company. Like they, they, they oftentimes could potentially provide you with, with information for the lecture or whatnot and you know, say, hey, use our slide deck. But that's not something I personally do because I want to stay honest to the data and stay honest to myself. Um, and that Also along those lines, there's been no shortage of companies who've asked me to reach out and who have reached out to me, excuse me, to work with them. And uh, I just don't believe in their product. So I don't, I don't work with them. So to wrap this up, I personally would like to thank you all for supporting the different content that I create. If you're listening to the podcast, please, please take a minute and give a five-star review if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. If you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe button as it definitely helps the channel grow. And if you're reading this on my website, then you're probably realizing that I type things down um, on my website and then I use that as a script of sorts so that I could actually get through the content faster and not have to spend so much time editing. It goes much, much smoother. After all, I have to try to maximize my time as much as possible and leverage my efforts in as many ways as possible. Like I'm able to sit down right now because the baby's taking a nap. So while the baby's taking a nap, then I can do my work. So all in all, I'm just, I just wish you all the best 2023 possible. Hopefully it's better than your 2022. And as always, I'd like to send out much positivity and much love to everybody because at the end of the day, people count on us to take care of them and to save their lives. And we have a skill set 
to be able to do so. So sending much love to everybody. We got this. Hope you all have a great day. Bye.